Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Broadcasting from a secret location high above the earth. Four do-gooders doing their best good to shine a bright light on the most popular and unpopular comic book heroes and villains. So sit down, shut up, strap in, and tune your ears and open your brain for Inside Club Comica! What's up, Super Butts? Welcome to this week's episode of Encyclocomica, brought to you by Make Fun Network, the show where we do the doop, the doop, dive, and the doop again. Hey, hey, nice Carlos Mencia hey. impression, dude. Carlos Mencia? Yeah, doop, doop, doop. Is that what he sounds like? I thought he was doing like? the Swedish chef. <laughs> yeah. The Swedish chef, too. Keep going. Oh, you got the, you got the, the just busies, and you got the. <laughs> we do the dip dive on the typical. Flip, 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 And the foggy, <laughs> and the foggy that you the wordy the people here. And that's a, that's a huge company, Cook. <laughs> Yo, Swedish are. Chef rules. Have you seen him on the new Muppet Show? I oh my God, that Swedish segment chef is so good. Those kill me every week. Um, I have a question. Yep. About the new Muppet show. Who who are those Italian rats and why are they so funny? <laughs> Italian rats? Have you seen the Italian rats? I don't know if I've they're like Oh yeah, the ones that are on the Miss Piggy like yeah. lifestyle show. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Holy shit. They're talking about food is like that uh, big ziti. Calzones. <laughs> God, he's got a little dirty wife beater. Yeah. He's so fucking funny. I don't people are railing against the show still what really it's so good i think it's entertaining there's obviously there's some things like yeah i'm not fucking like dying laughing at everything but i'm entertained for sure that pepe game show is genius holy shit the pepe game show (laughs) was scooper so funny hey scooper (laughs) there's a reason why when we did the the muppet draft that i picked pepe in the first my first chance because he I love is pepe. the best well i wish i could go back to that episode so i can draft that fucking italian rat <laughs> god it's so fucking funny uh if the show's actually been pretty entertaining uh yeah kermit has a bad voice that doesn't pull the show down to like because he's not in it that much yeah it was an adjustment at first but then you like kind of get used to it yeah it's fine yeah it, the whole show the show is fine people are I don't know what people are expecting. Uh, it, it's it's good. I know my my wife is sorry. My wife is uh, bummed that there's no music, uh, but you know it is what it is. Eh. Eh. I mean, first eh. season, you know. Yeah. There very well could be some musical guests at a certain point. I have Linda Cardellini on all the time. Yeah, it's, I think yeah. it's a weird. <laughs> like she's so good though. With and Pepe, Tay Diggs. <laughs> yeah, Pepe Tay Diggs and with. Uh, Linda Cardellini in this last one, and it was just like, yeah. <laughs> I just think it's two weird people to have like as your featured celebrities, Tay Diggs and Linda Cardellini. Yeah, and I love that it's and as always, Linda Cardellini. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, uh, obviously not the show. This isn't Muppet Hour, uh, but <laughs> it could be. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's our show. Do whatever the hell we want. That is true. There, there are, are Muppet, Muppet comics. I was say so. there's Muppet comics. Uh, who are we talking about this week, Cat? We are talking about Pearl Jones from American Vampire this week. I don't know a single thing about anything you just said. All right. Well, I'm going to, that's what this show is for, right? Exactly. Yeah. Matt, 
I'm I don't want to preface and steal any thunder here, but you would love this book. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, great. So far, last uh, cat last uh, blah, 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 cat's blah, blah. last episode <laughs> on um, Amberlina, I was like, man, I should I should like look into this. Mm. So I'm excited. Thanks. All right. Well, should we just dive in? Uh, Do got anything start else the deep want to dive. Say? Deep dive. Who is it again? It's Pearl Jones. You mean Pearl Jam? That's it. I did. I brought along my special guest, Eddie Vedder, for this episode. Bro, what's your favorite Pearl Jam song? Jeremy's Burkin. Jeremy? Jeremy's Burkin. So it's Jeremy. Burkin. Okay. All right. Do you think you you might be able to give us a little... Um, a little karaoke. Spoon Man. <laughs> um, close, close. Here we go. So I, I got this up for you. Let's see. So I'm going hungry. Nope, that's um, that's not it at all. All right, so <laughs> here we go. Karaoke. Uh, with Eddie Vedder, right here, Bow, right bing. now. And, uh, since you're actually in the studio this week, uh, you can actually look at the screen if you need lyrics. <laughs> I can't wait. Hi. All right. Come on, Eddie Vedder. Right home, drawing pictures of mountain tops with him on top. Lemon yellow soon. Everybody in perfection. You're like a little bit more aggressive, sweeter chef. All right. I have no idea how this song goes. But you're Eddie. I mean. <laughs> we lost cat in the distance she ran away <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's pretty good fro you're uh you're doing a good 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 song good job yeah <laughs> <laughs> daddy didn't give reflection yeah i know that part Oh yeah, here we go. This is the song I know. Like this is the song I know. This is the song you know. That song's heavy as fuck. Oh no, as soon as he was there. (laughs) Even flow. (laughs) Nope. He has the lyrics on the screen. He doesn't even say it. I don't. I honestly don't think I know a single one of my own lyrics. (laughs) That's fine. That's fine. All right. Anyway, Cat, <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> so, Pearl Jones is who we're yes. talking about. Yes, <laughs> Pearl Jones. Um, she is a main protagonist in the series American Vampire, um, which is written by Scott Snyder, and there are a few or she. Uh, a few issues early on that were actually written by Stephen King, which is kind of cool. Huh. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, Who put this out? Vertigo? Yep. 
Yep. Um, and the main art is done by Raphael Albuquerque, who I love. Um, and I know Sean Murphy has done some like mini series and stuff for them. And I know like people are kind of hot and cold on him, but I like his stuff. Um, so they've had some like big DC names work a lot on this series, but it's like more of an independent series, which I think is cool. So they get a little bit more freedom there. Um, so American Vampire, for those that haven't read it, uh, it's about different kinds of vampires in the world. So depending on where you are, your, your type of vampire is different. Um, so there's the European vampires who are like more traditional and kind of old world and the classic vampires that you think of. Like your Brad Pitt's and your Tom Cruise's. Exactly. Yeah. Um, your Nadia's and your Laszlo's, those yeah. kind of vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the American vampires are a new kind of breed and there's only, um, at the beginning, just two of them. There's Skinner Sweet, who is the original American vampire. And then he turns Pearl Jones. She's his only progeny. Um, and the cool thing about American vampires is that they are immune to sunlight and not in like a twilight way. Like they don't sparkle. They like actually get their power from the sun and makes them super strong. And they're like basically undefeatable. Such, um, such an American thing to like change that lore. Like, yeah, no, fuck. Sun's not a fucking. Well, yeah. stronger than the sun. The, kind of the idea is like. You know, it, it takes the culture of the time that it was created, and that yep. becomes part of this kind of vampire's lore. Yeah, yeah. like the uh, the leader says, you know, hey, the sun sucks. Go, yeah, fuck the, fuck sun. the sun. Long I live fucking the fucking beast. Too. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> um, Skinner Sweet was a a cowboy, and he was first turned like in the old west. So like, the cowboy needs to spend a lot of time like traversing in the sun and like interacting in the daylight. So. Um, they did kind of evolve to what they kind of need. Um, the American vampire's only weakness is if it's, if there's a night that has no moon, they get super weak um, and can't even really feed. And they can also be killed by gold, not silver or wood, which is hmm. another twist. They can only be killed by gold. They can only be killed by gold. Yeah. Man. So that's kind of another American thing, like the gold rush during the Western time, taking that into effect. Okay, so this is taking place in that era. It's so it's uh, it starts Skinner Sweets turned like early 1900s or late 1800s, um, and then Pearl Jones is turned in 1925. Okay, so she's like uh, she's an up and coming movie actress. She lives in Hollywood. Um, and she is taken by this actor who kind of like seduces her and invites her to this industry party um, to be like, hey, come to this party with me. I'll introduce you to all these important producers and you can become a star. You won't have to be an extra anymore. Like, I'm going to make you a star. Um, so her and her roommate Hattie go to this party and they meet all the big wigs and then they are European vampires. They're a European vampire coven, like hiding in Hollywood. And they basically just eat her alive and leave her for dead. Um, and Skinner Sweet finds her and decides to turn her. And turning life. in this, is that them feeding off of the vampire's blood? 
No, he like transfers his blood to her. So he like kisses her with blood on his lips okay. and she um he like kisses her on her eye and she absorbs that and becomes his progeny. Gotcha. Um <clears throat> so the and she like takes revenge on those that left her for dead and um some other cool stuff happens. I don't want to spoil it too much if people plan on reading it because there's only like two cycles right now so it's pretty easy to catch up on and get into if you're interested um but what i really love about her is that you think of like she come she has kind of a damsel in distress scenario where she's preyed on by men literally eaten alive and like left for dead and then she's turned into a vampire and instead of it being that like typical vamp female vampire thing where she's just like a seductress and is like um kind of not a central character to the vampire story she is a huge factor and she even though she's skinner sweets progeny she's his equal like she's equally as strong Mm -hmm. she's equally as intelligent um and she's not afraid to like get dirty and like fight when she has to. Um, and the vampire look of the vampires in this comic is so crazy. Like they have almost like a snake like <clears throat> jaw, like it unhinges and they have these huge fangs and their fingernails get super long and they're almost like a Nosferatu kind of thing where they're like hunched over and stuff. So it, it kind of throws out the window to the, that vampires are always like sexy and um, beautiful. Even when they're feeding, it's like, no, they're fucking monsters. Like this is what they look like. Um, so and is she just fighting other vampires. She does fight other vampires. She fights. There's um, like a human league that hunts like vampires. A big, yeah. The vassals of the morning star. They're like a big organization of humans that are vampire hunters. So like she's constantly battling against them too. Um, but they, uh, she has a human husband and she like has to live with him and watch him age and like tries to protect him as much as she can. Um, so that, dynamic is pretty interesting of trying to watch a vampire and a human have a standard marriage um like see him try to protect her but her also have to protect him and then she's got a little bit of like sexual tension with skinner so she's got a pretty complicated love life and Um, he knows that she's a vampire yeah he knows that she's a vampire he she like goes to him pretty early on when she's turned and he like helps her escape and they live together um and like kind of uses that as a way to blend into the real life because she can like be in the sun and stuff so they portray themselves as just a normal married couple could you be married to an immortal person i think so I'd be pretty bummed when like age started to set in. Like when you start getting older and yeah, they're no. not. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it'd be cool for me. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be. <laughs> but <laughs> the other, the inverse is like, man, you're, you're, you know, your dick's long and <laughs> like shriveled now. Or you're like, your boobs are down to your fucking knees. Like it's kind of rough, I guess, when you're still rocking that 
sick bod. Well, I think that's where a little bit of the, the <laughs> sick bud. Yeah. I think that's where a little bit of her tension with Skinner comes in. Cause like as much as her husband knows her and understands her, like obviously no one really gets her or understands her life as much as Skinner does. Right. Um, but I, I just really like that she's super badass, can hold her own and she's vicious and that her writers and artists don't shy away from showing that vicious nature just because she's a female comic character. Like that's one of the things that's so appealing about it is they don't make her a damsel. They don't just make her a sex symbol. Like she is sexy and can use like that vampire seduction, but um, it's not the only redeeming thing about her. Right. Or her only draw. And they're not afraid to make her ugly and make her gory. Um, so it's a nice play of like the sex and violence that you're used to seeing kind of in comics, but, um, kind of evolved and more nuanced at the same time. Uh huh. When did, um, uh, when did this book kind of start coming out? So the first cycle came out back in, I think, 2011. I think it was 2010. 2010. On the, on the old Wikipedia. Um, so that went from like 2010 to I think 2013. Was this out during like the big vampire kind of craze with like True like Blood? True Blood and stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think True Blood definitely predated it by a few years, but um, it definitely was during that time when like True Blood and Twilight and vampires being a huge pop culture draw. Gotcha. Yeah, I was yeah. definitely I was definitely out of the vampire game with that. I was like, ah, were you? You yeah. were in the zombie game at that point. Yeah, I was still in the zombie game. Yeah, uh, and I was in the Frank the Frankenstein game. Oh, <laughs> I that was the in the Wolfman game. Mm. I'm a big Wolfman mummy guy. Yeah, we. I've actually had a debate with um, my husband Tim and a couple other people. What do you think on a scale of sexiness? I might have asked you guys this before. <laughs> Vampires, werewolves, witches. Sexiness? Where do you rank them? Yeah. Like, what do you think's the hottest? If all witches look like Sarah Jessica Parker in Hocus Pocus, witches. <laughs> um, I, wait, vampires, werewolves, werewolves, and witches. Um, I mean, I don't know because I don't know what I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm like. Am I, am I thinking of them in like their classic monster form? Sure. Sure. Oh, just use your imagination. Man. Yeah, witch hazel looking witches. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Dracula, like Christopher Lee, Dracula looking Draculas for vampires. <laughs> and uh, 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 underworld vamp lichens. Yeah. Yeah. American werewolf in London. <laughs> I don't know. Mid transformation. I guess uh, witches. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just thinking if they look like Sarah Jessica Parker, the only time she's ever looked attractive in her I entire agree. life. God. Family Guy was so right with her. She looks like a foot. <laughs> God, she's gross. Poor Sarah Jessica Parker. Parker. Like she, she is like top tier, one of the most vile looking women ever. No, stop it. Absolutely. Her and Maggie true. Gyllenhaal. What? Maggie Gyllenhaal looks like a wax, fa- uh, wax figure melting. One of my favorite things I ever saw was, because uh, she's the one that's in The Dark Knight, right? Uh, Maggie yeah. Gyllenhaal? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the, when that was coming out, this was like, before memes were like really big, um, someone on the internet was like, 
I can't wait to see uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal come back in the sequel to this as, as the villain Butterface. <laughs> <laughs> She's ugly. That was a weird choice for that movie for that like the love interest. Yeah. I think so. I don't. I don't. She's really a good. Think. She's a good actress. Yeah, that's fine. But I mean, so Tom- is. Uh, so is, I don't know John Goodman. <laughs> put her in the put him, her. Put him in the role. It's Tom Cruise's fault. He wouldn't let Katie Holmes do the sequel. Yep. That yeah, but true. he stood up on a couch and said he loved her. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. Uh, so Pearl Jones, uh, vampire from American she, Vampire, yeah. But like from like her introduction, she gets introduced as a essentially her her turning story. Yeah, it's her origin story. She's a, so, a human at the beginning, and then it's turned very early. Right. So it's not like it was. It wasn't like this big. Uh, oh my God! They they turned Pearl type of thing. She's right. always been. She's always been a vampire, yeah. yeah. Okay. Which I like because then you don't have to wait that... Because like, it... Immediately you're like, all right, how do these stories intertwine? Because it goes back and forth between the present day of 1925 and then Skinner's story in the West. And you're like, all right, how do these interconnect? Like, why do... Where do these two characters meet? Like, why are they important to each other? Um so it doesn't leave you hanging for too long of how these stories intertwine and why these characters are important to each other. Um, and there's a lot of the second cycle takes place during world war two. Um, so there's a lot of like American history and European history and world history that factors into the story. And it's kind of one of those things, almost like X-Men where it's like how these vampires had a part in important events in history, but it's just something that you never knew about because it was in the background. So right. it's an interesting look on um, like alternate history. So there are vampires that were just like soldiers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine crazy. Crazy, crazy. <laughs> crazy. And the crazy. next one's going to be in the seventies. Seventies, yeah. Nineteen seventy-six. Mm-hmm. And they had a spinoff in the fifties of a human vampire hunter um, who was like a greaser. So I like that it's very period specific um, in terms of a vampire story because I feel like it's always either just like really old vampires in our modern day or like a Dracula kind of story where it's just old world kind of. Um, Transylvania. So it's cool to put a modern look at it and see how the vampires would have existed and interacted and evolved in a specific point in history and how that like contributes to how their species continues to evolve. Got it. You know what I want to see is a vampire story. This isn't my fantasy booking part, but it kind of is. Is I would love to see a, a like a modern vampire thing where it's like, yes, there are vampires that walk among us. Not all vampires are like mutilating human beings, but like, I would love to watch. I would like to just see them like watch what people view vampires as like, like on TV. It's just like, yeah, like we're not all like, I would like a vampire that look like me to be like watching this. And they're like watching true <laughs> blood is like, dude, most vampires are not fucking sexy like this. Like we are so <laughs> average. We're just a little bit stronger. <laughs> I think I think that would be uh, kind of like what we do in the shadows, but like obviously right. they're very like old timey living now. Mm-hmm. But just like you know, Matt as a vampire just fucking crushing Overwatch. Wow, <laughs> I bet vampire me would crush Overwatch because normal me does not. Right, you, you stay have, up all night and practice. Right, 
is yeah. true. Yeah, you're up all night playing with That's the better true. players, yep. and your reflexes are just that much better because oh, yeah. you're a vampire. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you just want to see like vampires commenting on vampire. Yeah, I would just like to see what, like, it's like, ah, these fucking, like, people have literally no idea how vampires really are. They have these weird fantasies, but it's just like, it's really not the coolest being a vampire. Like, the first issue will be, like, they're leaving the theater, they just saw an interview with the vampire. Yeah. And they're like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah. It's <laughs> silly. And Rice knows nothing. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I like that, that it's not like a fish out of water kind of vampire thing where they have to lurk in the shadows and that kind of thing where they can just exist and evolve and be a part of life as it happens. Yeah. Um, and I do like that there are different, that the vampires from around the world are different because like culturally as people, we're all different. So I like that they take that into consideration and they're just like, okay, American vampires would be different from European vampires because of this reason just as an American would be different from Europeans for other cultural reasons. So it's cool that that factors into their powers, their weaknesses, um, and like how they evolve. So just American vampires are immune to the sun. European vampires are not right. And they can be killed with silver and wood. Okay. Wood. Wood. Yeah. Yeah, Like a wooden wooden steak. steak. (laughs) Just like throw like a twig at him. (laughs) 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 Ah, my one weakness. Sticks. So if so if you stabbed an American vampire in the heart with any other material, it doesn't do anything. Like it's not destroying the heart. Right, yeah. They would just like heal like normal. Okay. But if you stab them like if they stab one of them stabs another with a golden knife or a golden sword and yeah. um that does some pretty significant damage. Gotcha. Hmm. <laughs> so it's not touching the gold. Right. It's like they have to be... wound from gold. Yeah, wounded from gold. Interesting. Like, touching gold does make them a little weaker, but it doesn't kill them just by touching it. You'd have to, like, impale them with it. So is, like, gold member from Austin Powers their, like, biggest, like, threat? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Your fantasy booking right there. Yeah. Yeah, there it is. Gold! I like gold! (laughs) I like that. All right. Yeah. so, I mean, this seems like a pretty contained book. What, um, yeah. Like, any other appearances or? Nope, just she exists only in the American Vampire universe right now. I don't believe there's any talks of, like, any sort of movie or cartoon or this seems media like spinoff. A, uh, this seems like an AMC pickup. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Well, I, I would like to see it on HBO, maybe, and, or Amazon Prime and stuff. Actually, yeah, Amazon MC. Prime's been kind of crushing it, right? So yeah, yeah. Because but boys HBO, awesome. HBO already owns. Well, because it is published by DC technically. Yeah, but it's probably so create around. Yeah, yeah. The HBO Watchmen show was incredible. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's why I feel like Prime or HBO would do a good job. Hmm. I think it should go to Fox Qu- Kids. Quibi. 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 <laughs> Little 10 minute episodes. <laughs> yeah. That's rough. Um, all right. Quick, quickie and Quibi. What, uh, mm-hmm. anything else about like a uh, history or why it's important? Um, I just think it's in a world where you have. Wait, wait. In a world. In, in a, a world. world where you have 
vampire lore that's so specific and traditional and you kind of know what to expect out of a vampire story i think this is a really original take on it and especially to have a female vampire protagonist who's so brutal is really cool to see instead of just like her being another vampire's love interest or um just like using it to seduce men and lay them in awake in like a black widow kind of style she's like um just very strong and their the vampire look is cool so i think in terms of like what it does for vampire lore um is really interesting and refreshing yeah it's not the same old same old exactly yeah gotcha hell yeah and these yeah. uh better matt sent uh, a, a picture from the uh book and it's like the nosferatu like yeah to more demonic vampires that are obviously the antagonist That's- so that's that, no, Pearl. That's yeah. her. Yeah. That's yeah, her. That, yeah, yeah, that's Pearl as a vampire. Oh, so the, so does she like when she gets pissed? Does she like transform? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Yeah, she's normally a very like cute kind of just like flapper looking girl with a bob and whatnot. But then when she um, turns into a vampire, they're not afraid to make her ugly and make her a monster. Which oh, okay is re- again really refreshing from a vampire perspective because on true blood and in twilight and interview with the vampire, they're still very just like sexy and normal looking, but this they're like, no, they're monsters. She looks a lot like lady death strike. Yeah. With Long fingers. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. So what the hell is that noise? That buzz. I have no idea. Buzz. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's for us phone. Powerful phone. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hear the kitty. Yeah. Aww. She's here. But, uh, fantasy, fantasy bookings? Fantasy bookings. Uh, who, who wants to start? Kat, you start. Um, I think I would like to see her with Buffy. Because even though Buffy's a vampire slayer, I think they could, like, because Pearl takes out vampires that are in opposition to her and tries to, like, protect her, uh, her family and her kind of lineage, um, it would be cool to see. Wasn't Angel up. a vampire? Yeah, Angel's a vampire, Spike's a vampire. So Buffy's worked with vampires before. Yeah. Um, so I think it'd be cool to just have like a couple badass women taking on vampires. Some Charlie's Angels type of shit. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, You know where I'd like to see her? I don't know why. And this would just totally fuck everything up anyway. <laughs> Put her in The Walking Dead. <laughs> All right. Just like... That shit's so fucking dead. No pun intended. <laughs> but like, in my, in, I don't know. Is Walking Dead still going on? I th- I think it has its like the, super. The comic die- is not. The super, comic's over. Super diehard, like you know, fans that are like will never stop watching or whatever. But as like a breath of fresh air, like throw throw this character in there and introduce something new, like something like I don't know, good because it seems like she has like enough enough like uh core character traits to to, yeah. to to have an actual character development to to go through the motions of like a long series and continue to be interesting but mm-hmm. i like the idea of uh, zombies and vampires because it's just like you got zombies humans and vampires humans can get taken out by anybody vampires probably can't get killed by the zombies they're more of an annoyance right because it's like ugh, god 
God, like, yeah, there's a hundred of you, but like, I'm not dying from this. Like, <laughs> stop fucking chewing on my arm. Yeah, but the interest, <laughs> the interesting thing about that, the dynamic is that, um, like, the vampires would need to feed on the humans, so yes. the zombies are a direct threat to their food source. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's actually you know what? That's there a would be a that. Yeah, that would be a cool fucking pennant, dude. Yo, hey, listen, no one's stealing my fucking idea. All right, listen, I love the rats from Brooklyn. Uh, I like They're definitely going to be part of this. So, yeah. Matt, you have time before this episode airs to write your first script. So. Yeah, nobody's yeah. nobody's heard this except for us. Uh, okay, I'll write it on a napkin and crayon, and then I'll mail it to myself because that's how copyrights work, right? Yeah, I mean that's how you trademark it. Technically. <laughs> <laughs> Has, you just can't ever open the envelope. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's actually been a story like that. Well, they have like shitty Absolutely. like zombies versus like you know whatever. I'm sure they do zombies versus vampires, but the but the idea of it being like vampire because it's like it, I mean it's, they've had plants versus zombies for heaven's sake. Oh, oh my god, it's <laughs> a great game. That is a great game. Very good, but that's that's a, that's a very interesting. Yeah, situation. I like that. Humans never just trying to survive. Them. Yeah. Vampires also trying to survive, but they have this fucking invasive species that's fucking right. up their food source. And I would think that humans are barely aware that vampires even exist. Like in my head, as far as the story, it's like they don't realize that's a threat. Right. That's cool. Matt. Vampire vampires versus zombies, independent horror film from 2004, based on the classic 1872 novel. The movie was originally titled Vampires versus Zombies, but has since been changed to Carmilla, the Lesbian Vampire. <laughs> oh, okay. So, all right. like, all right. thirteen people have seen it. <laughs> uh, if that, it's eighty minutes long. So a feature length fil- uh, yeah, film from back film. in the. The, the film it? demonstrates grade Z incompetence and gives it a. Le- <laughs> it belongs in the landfill. One reviewer says. <laughs> Sounds like awesome. Good, good Sounds good. like a porn. It probably is. It has a couple porn elements. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. If I was to book this, um, I would say that. So this takes place. Let's say the 1920s, kind of the origin of it. Uh, since there's Marvel time fuckery, Blade goes back in time. And he's hunting down vampires, but he works with her because, you know, he gets it. She gets it. He's like, yeah, you're a half vampire. There's no reason for you to kill me. I'm not like a bad guy, you know, I'm not mutilating people all over the place. But Morbius also shows up Ooh. And, he, and he's got his like hand suckers. He's like, you should learn how to suck people's plasma with your hands. And like, what? <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that's it. End that's of story. It. They're just like, what? The My hand suckers. <laughs> what All a right. silly little thing you're such a hand sucker bro thank you yeah i uh i got up to let the cat in the cat wasn't there but hand suckers huh yeah dude yep. <laughs> yeah that's what we're talking about yep hand suckers you know what i'm uh, talking about Morbius's hand suckers yes i know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> we just wish that we didn't uh my what about hellboy Ooh, that would be pretty cool i would like yeah. that the kind of ron perlman jones Ooh, there we go. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Nothing gets past you, huh? Nothing. I'm but, you too know, the, quick. The yeah. creator owned aspect um I think is fun. Yeah, and my my good friend Eddie, who would you pair her with? Jeremy Spoken. Jeremy <laughs> Hungry. Jeremy Hungry. Jeremy Hungry. For blood. For blood. What about uh, the daughter song? 
<laughs> Just daughter song? Yeah. They'll call me daughter. Uh, oh yeah. They'll call me daughter. I got vampires. <laughs> like they're termites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. I got fucking vampires. Oh, man. I gotta call the exterminator. Uh, all right. Uh, that's like a pretty uh, good episode. So, uh, is it? Uh, I got a real quick question. Uh, is this book still running? It is, yeah. It's coming back. Uh, 1976 is the new. So that, that already happened. Yeah, it's been back yep. since the 70s, 76s. Gotcha. <laughs> all right, cool. That's all I wanted to know. All right. Well, if you like the show, uh, thanks so much. You can support it by going to patreon.com slash makefunnetwork, supporting us there. Also, become a fun butt and join in the discussions at makefun.network or search for the Make Fun Network group on Facebook. Also, you can check out other shows that are on the Make Fun Network like uh, Sleep With The Light On or Roll For Damage. Roll For Damage is a D&D uh, play podcast uh, with a focus on storytelling. It's pretty great. Go check it out if, you're in, if that's your that's your bag. Kat, where can people find you? They can find me at Conquest Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter and at Wasted-Minds.com. Fro, where can people find you? Uh, you can actually... I recently just uh, signed a contract with Studio 54. Uh, I'm going to be partying there, doing uh, Eddie Vedder impersonations. <laughs> and um, if you want to see me bang those out on stage, Studio 54. And I'll be doing a lot of cocaine. Ooh. Like my boy, Snowflame. Like your boy, Snowflame. And Matt, where can people <laughs> find you? Uh, other than being on the Make Fun Network, you can find me at thedailymeteor.com, uh, where I write a weekly daily superman focused comic book blog all righty then well thanks so much for checking out encycle comica this week uh we'll be back next week as we normally are and um eat shit bye <laughs>